0: Now, continuing our long struggle, our long struggle to get Sexy Chucky T to follow us.
1: I'm telling you, you got to send him, you got to send him the shirt.
0: I was fixing to say, don't spoil the (laughs) surprise. We were supposed to do like this six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing where every week we would go one further out. But no, I've, I've now jumped to the front of the line by making an official Mer- a shirt for the Fight Boys merch stand that just says hashtag DustWatch 2017. Please follow us. And it has a shockingly well rendered picture of Chuck Taylor.
1: I, I did wanna I did wanna comment on that whenever you sent me the picture of like, man, that looks that looks a lot better than I expected <laughs> I to be able to produce. <laughs> that is a technology's really catching up, because like that is a that is a quality only slightly under what what sexy Chucky T probably offers at his own merch table.
0: Let's see. Hey, at sexy Chucky T, <laughs> I... will trade shirts for follows. Heart, heart, heart. Hashtag Dustwatch twenty seventeen. Do, do,
1: does he does he have a mailing address? Does he have a mailing address?
0: <laughs> I I can't wait for Chuck Taylor's response to this. And like we finally like get a notification on the Twitter, it's like Chuck Taylor has responded to your tweet. Please take this down, <laughs> or I will sue you. And desist right now. I'm... This is this is a personal like request. I will get my lawyers. Involved. Jokes on you,
1: sexy Chucky T. Can't afford a lawyer.
0: No, jokes on you. He has nothing to get from us. <laughs> Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly podcast about professional and not so professional wrestling. I'm joined this week, finally, the three-man booth. We've been able to do it two weeks in a row. I'm joined by my partner in crime, as always, my perennial tag team partner. It is the Blake Tanner, and of co- hey,
1: y'all, and y'all. of
0: course, sexy Chucky D himself. It's the Dylan. <laughs>
1: Hashtag worst Ugh. podcast, new worst podcast ever. I would
0: just like to say that I'm continually amazed that you guys let me on this podcast because
1: I still haven't watched wrestling.
0: I mean, we've talked about it. Every none, time. none of us we, have. We, that's
1: what the. That's what the, I think. That's the, the. That's the real like shine of this is like you know like the wrestling observer and everybody else they watch it, but we're like the second hand. Fans. That's, our like, like, our is, yeah, hey, that's our gimmick. Our gimmick is not... that we, we don't watch it, but we know what happens. Like we, we're all big enough wrestling fans. Like we'll read like the <laughs> reviews, or we'll read like the, you know, the TLDR for like what happened on Raw and SmackDown and be like, Ooh, I don't think I want to watch that. Happy I didn't
0: watch that. So we're like the sixth degree of wrestling <laughs> the news. Furthest that we're you the furthest
1: we're, we're, we're the people who are. We're the news. We're the people who are too poor to afford actual cable to watch Raw and SmackDown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but of course i would i would like to talk r- this week about my new favorite professional wrestler who is greg Gianfort. the uh, the uh member of the a recent member of the u.s house of representatives from montana <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck i mean did you you read about this right yeah, where where the,
1: the dude body slammed somebody? Yes,
0: he was getting interviewed. There's Jesus. no I don't think there's video for it. And apparently he just goes, I'm sick and tired of this. And then he just like grabs him by the neck. Oh my god! He grabbed him by the neck with both hands and slammed him into the ground. He fucking like cane chokeslammed
2: him.
1: No, both both became... hands. No, that's the that's the Kali like that's the Kali. <laughs> <ball. laughs> New 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 Punjabi Playboy for the for the state of Montana.
0: He then began punching him and yelling so, yelling once again, I'm sick and tired of this.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sick and tired of all this. That's well it's, you know, that's his it, that's his um that's his catchphrase, I'm sick and tired of this. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be on insurance. And his finishing move is the double handed choke slam. So this is the end of, like, the go-home show, basically, before the Montana special election. Yeah. and what's worse is, like, the heel did win the election because this motherfucker did win the election, even though he body-slammed <laughs> a human being. And uh-huh. also, despite... I know This is... You know what? We're just gonna... We're gonna act like G.F. Ford is a real wrestler because this is his gimmick, is that he believes in young Earth creationism, which means that he thinks the Earth is less than 10,000 years old, Uh, He donated $1.5 million to the Glendive Dinosaur and Fossil Museum, a creationist museum which teaches visitors that, one, evolution is false, two, the Earth is 6,000 to 6,400 years old. Dinosaurs were on the fucking ark, and then they died out 4,300 years ago. This is the greatest character in pro wrestling history. (laughs) You know what's funny? Like, this is the dude that is a babyface to like the mark crowds and just like everyone in the smart forums hates Greg <laughs> <laughs> Like if you if you posted this dude oh on Slash R Square Circle, then he would be just about as bad as Roman. Gregory
3: <laughs> Jedfort
0: Gonna Chug Slam you, Gregory, Jedfort, Gonna
1: represent you. Oh God! Thank
0: you, Montana. <laughs> so well, um, we have
1: nothing else in wrestling to thank them for. So
0: <laughs> at all, not a damn thing <laughs> at, in at all.
1: Wrestling. W, WCW in their like worst hour I'd ever ran a show in Montana. Like,
0: <laughs> F- cause fuck Montana, right? Jesus! To our fans from Montana, <laughs> we're sorry. Damn guys, you. I'm sorry you live
1: there. <laughs> Both of you were so sorry.
0: So, um. <laughs> we assume you live <laughs> <of> together. <W. laughs> and one of you is Gianfort, and the other one is the reporter that he slammed.
1: <laughs> we assume um, it was all a work.
0: So, follow up <laughs> once again for the third week of the CM Punk $1 million contract for the 128 man tournament, which was going to start in June. Yep, it's not going to happen anymore. What? (laughs) I'm so surprised. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm not going to say... Okay, I rescind my statement. It may happen, (laughs) but it has definitely been rescheduled from June 10th to February of next year. A whole enough time for them to be like, Oh shit, we forgot this was happening, guys. Sorry.
1: A whole time for them to potentially come up with the money that they promised these wrestlers, yeah. who now are out of like <laughs> dates.
0: Yeah, Ospre Osprey's pissed. El Ligero was just like, "Fucking hey guys, book me," and then Joe Coffee just goes, "Hey, P- CM Punk, you dodged a bullet." <laughs> you know, I like I point, like how in the beginning like...
1: everybody thought they were talking about WCPW, and then and then it was like, no, Five Star, Five it's Star. Like, w-, it's like it's those like, other guys are fine. Hmm.
0: They basically needed eight more months just so they could like pile up the lotto tickets and just pray like maybe maybe something's going to happen. We don't know, <laughs> but um, if they could have got money, they could have you know just done sponsorship deals. Like uh, a new one of uh, I didn't think this guy would ever get a sponsorship deal ever again, but one of the most famous <laughs> world heavyweight champions. In WWE history, actually, just got a sponsorship deal with uh, British snack food manufacturer, Walkers, where they did a—they're uh, doing a, a campaign to where they—you uh, know—they have like famous faces and they're all doing a wave to celebrate like the soccer matches. And. Is it Jinder Mahal. No. <laughs> no, it's. One even... of the
1: most famous WWE champions. I mean, you.
0: No, it's the man who walked out. Of WrestleMania 20 is the world heavyweight champion. It's Chris
1: Benoit. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I remember God. this now. How? Oh, how would God. you think that's a good idea? Also, how did you get that footage? Oh, really?
0: Shit. This is such a bad thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Look at this. Watch this video. This is a. Oh, I don't this is a 28 minute. This is just now happening. This man murdered his <laughs> fucking child. Blake! Don't go too... Okay, I get it. <laughs> I just... I, just I, I really need... I need to throw that out there anytime he's mentioned. So, damn like, it, Blake, we've gone over this. Chris Benoit is like that pizza place in Birmingham. Yes, they killed people. <laughs> yes, it's horrifying. But damn it, they made good pizza. I don't even think they made great pizza. It was good. (laughs) It was not murder people good. (laughs) It's not murder pizza.
1: It's not murder slash suicide pizza. Yeah.
0: And it wasn't even like a fun gimmick that you could make a television show out of. It's not like, oh, hey, I'm a pizza shop owner and I murder people and put them on my pizzas. Isn't that zany? What the fuck are you talking about? I think he's trying to do Dexter,
1: but for wrestling.
0: Bin- wrestling, wrestling and a pizza. Wrestling and Benoit pizza. Benoit pizza place. Um, the Benoit. Benoit. pizza. Um, well, what actually happened is, like most contests open to the public, they were immediately fucked over. Because they asked people to send in selfies. And they didn't give a shit. They didn't screen anything. They just kind of put up the picture on a piece of paper and were like, "Oh, Hey, nice selfie. Ain't that right? But within like five mm. minutes they so had... this is
1: so so this is like mm. a this is like a gushing grandma situation
0: <laughs> they were hold on there were <laughs> numerous selfies of child molesters and serial killers and chris Benoit <laughs> okay oh my
1: god that's that's slightly less horrible, because that just means that it was, like, a pre-packaged thing, and then, it like, it just, like, the computer rendered it on there, and they just didn't, they didn't understand that the no. internet will ruin everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the way, the did, way it was originally, this you, is what you, originally said it, you made it sound like they were like, you know what would be a good idea to put on this <laughs> commercial? <laughs> Chris Benoit. Oh,
0: yeah. oh
1: and that was why I was like, <laughs> "No one remembers the murder thing, right?" No, it'll be fine. You couldn't be more tone deaf if you tried. <laughs> the what? That would, no that, would that would that would take over. Big. That would take over for the uh the tribute show directly after his death by uh by WWE for the uh the most. Uh, poorly, like, foresighted event regarding Worsely that.
0: Worsely time. timed thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this... but going. Oh, oh. Like, go on. going. Sorry, I just, uh, just real quick. If we have a little minute, I wanna, I wanna put in a little news snippet that I heard that was real funny. Okay. What? When... So, do you guys know why May Young gave birth to a hand? What the fuck? No. All right. So. Apparently, um, <clears throat> the segment that ended when they pulled the hand out of Mae yeah. Young. Um, this is from uh, this is from Meltzer, yeah. I think. And I think he was that's... doing. Yep, yeah. I will. Yeah, it was. He was doing uh, an interview in 2000, and he said that somebody explained to him that like fake hands were popular sex toys in the 70s and 80s for women. Oh, and so so, like the idea. So so
1: it was a joke, but nobody got it.
0: No, but Vince was laughing his ass off. I'll tell you what. Vince
1: laughs at fucking
0: anything. Yeah, I'm convinced that the majority of the top guys in WWE got there because they have nice jingly keys that they put in front of Vince's face. So she was just, like, the idea was, like, she was just going at it one day in the 80s, got stuck up there, didn't come back out. What? Then it turned into a manhand. hand. it
1: turned into a baby. And then he grew up. So, uh, so you know what's not funny? Uh, that, 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 uh, Alexa Bliss, this is your life segment on Monday <laughs> Fuck oh me! My God. I couldn't, I couldn't fit it. I couldn't finish. It. I could only watch sections of it, and that was so cringy that I still couldn't watch it. I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. And I saw like like thirty seconds at a time. I was like, oh, dude, Jesus! Well, Jesus even, Christ, yeah, no. Apparently,
0: even WWE were aware that uh people probably shouldn't want to watch this because on their do- on their YouTube page, the only part of it that they have put up is where they're beating the shit out of each other with kendo sticks. The rest of it, they're like, mm, we don't need to talk about
1: this. It'll be fine. I, w- I would like to. We fucked up. I, w- I mm. would. I would like to point out that uh, our is Oliver or Brian talked about, it and they were like, imagine if it was anybody other than Alexa Bliss trying to pull the... Imagine if one of the Bella twins oh had tried to do god. this nuclear. segment. Oh my god! Nuclear, nuclear. Like, the- like it would have. It would have tanked so hard. But like, it but Bliss, burnt Bliss down with the stadium. her stadium. Yeah, but uh- yeah, Bliss with her like. Really, for women's wrestling in the WWE, very like extensive charisma was not able to save this bullshit.
0: So, so, Mm -mm. Blake, how does it feel being psychic? (laughs) Oh, god. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Oh, god. I was reading about it earlier. So, one week after Blake Tanner makes the proclamation that Dalton, or that, uh, that, uh, Tyler Breeze will become World Heavyweight Champion. Breeze got a title shot in WWE. But he also said that his big call, like his big push will also involve another person debuting in WWE. And it looks like me and Dylan can go fuck ourselves because Blake Tanner is the true genius here. Because Dalton fucking Castle is coming to the WWE as soon as his ROH expires this month was that
1: was that confirmed mm-hmm. that he was that he it, was going it's to It's not die.
0: Abs- it's not confirmed yet but WWE has like huge interest in him I mean so I, like ROH is, is going to be like yo you want that CM Punk million dollar money here you go
1: Well no the thing is is I think the Dalton thing? I think Dalton Castle uh I see I don't know I he, I don't think he he would he would be a good move for him to go yet cuz like he's still growing in terms of popularity and WWE will kill the fuck out of that character. Yeah. Oh no, I I, I totally agree with you. Cuz he's like he is slated to be but, the next ROH babyface champion. Yeah. yeah. But they they gotta match. They gotta match that WWE money, and they gotta be like,
0: "Hey, but just think." Well, no, about no, no. It. They only have
1: to match WWE. They only have to match NXT money, which is like a paid like a step down for anybody who's like. Well, doing- yeah,
0: but at the same time, like, it's not like they're gonna bring him in under like Killian Day money. Like he is such a big name at this point that they could probably run like, you know, when uh, Andre Dalmas debuted, they had like the big build-up for him. I think if he came to WWE, there would be
1: a build-up to it. Yeah, but it'd be like Adam Rose build-up, and I feel like... Because, see, he's a character. WWE oh. has become so poor with translating outside characters. Yeah. Like, they screwed up all, mm-hmm. almost. Like, he was one of the hottest heels in Mexico. And they were like, okay, and we're gonna make you a baby, baby face. face, yeah, with uh suspenders and a fedora with a uh, feather. Yeah, well you and, know, at like at the he's end of the day,
0: independent wrestling is independent wrestling is ruining pro wrestling.
1: Yeah. So you know that. I was
0: still right though, so <clears throat> Yeah, I know, that's just kinda potentially.
1: What it is. Yeah. If, if it if they if it ter- if it turns out if there's like and Dalton Kessel is signed with New Japan, I'd be like, Well, fuck you. Hey Blake yeah, but... Blake Blake I was basically right. Hey
0: Blake, not not Who's there? Feemim?
1: Feemim? Oh, god damn it. No, yeah. no, yeah. the segment is dying, <laughs> Scotty. No, no, no. 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 Yep, yeah, No, no, no. F-me? No, I will come yeah, to your house, f-me. Scotty. <laughs> I will come to your house. I will take Finish that Ryback shirt and Finish I will it. choke you with it.
0: Yes, this is Feemim at your door.
1: Oh, g- oh, good. Good. Blake, you're with me. Okay. If we know someone, yeah, I think we can make him move on.
0: No, there's no. We're not getting around this one, Dylan. He was too excited about it in the pre show. Uh huh. Uh huh. So,
3: oh. Fee Meme? Fee Meme who? Fee Be- Meme! More! <laughs> du- 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 du-
2: du.
0: Welcome to Talking Back, ladies and gentlemen. Are we. Talking Back? <laughs> the weekly post-conversation with the big guy, or CBG podcast. Podcast within a podcast. I'm your host this week, Scotty Moore. Right back. <laughs> God, he's had just such a fucking week. Like, every- he's gone so bad shit. So I already have three separate articles to talk about. Uh, we have the $1 million thing for oh wait no 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 we have where uh Ryback is thinking thought Vince McMahon called him and asked him for a return that's one thing we could talk about we could talk about him thinking independent wrestling is ruining pro wrestling or how how bad news Barrett really likes black girls
1: I mean like well I feel like that last one like shouldn't really be like good for him like i don't i don't care so that's not an issue Yeah,
0: (laughs) just like what he says he goes it's like yeah stupid and he's been a fan of the black girls over the years which i guess we're allowed to say i mean i just did no
2: no you're not
0: he then Mm, goes on he then mm. goes on to talk about brandy rhodes and then how he has heat with Cody Rhodes because Cody once made fun of Ryback because Ryback thought the film Terminator 2 was called Terminator 2 because there were two Terminators and not because it was the sequel to the previous movie, The Terminator. <laughs>
1: so, you yeah, see, no, so, so you ever see the old footage from like the season of Tough Enough that, that Ryback was in where Al Snow... Talks about how much fucking Ryback would eat, and, oh, and, yeah. and like how he would like break a sweat and everything, and how one time Bill Demott punched him in the face because he ate like an Oreo or something when Bill Demott told him not to. Yeah. And then row the conveyor belts of an airport while eating the rest of it, so Bill Demott couldn't catch up and punch him in the face more. Jesus yeah.
0: Christ.
1: Um Ryback is, uh, is, uh, how did Sam book it? Uh, dumb as fuck. <laughs> oh, it
0: gets better. Ryback talking about the Terminator 2 thing. Apparently, Cody was in an interview, like, ribbing him about it. Ryback goes, makes me look like a dumb fucking piece of shit. And I was like, Cody, like, I get it. It's funny. But say it was a joke. Because <laughs> he just doesn't want people oh. to realize that he's dumb as fuck. I don't get hot over it. No, you fucking do. But I'm like, fuck. How would Cody feel if I did an interview and I was like, yeah, I walked in a room and I saw Cody Rhodes blowing another dude, and that's all I said.
1: Like, what? <laughs> I feel like those two things aren't aren't equivalent at all.
0: Those two things are not the same at all. Damn and it. I would Road also guy. like to
1: point out. I would also like to point out if Cody Rhodes did blow another guy. Good for that other guy. Cody Rhodes is a good looking dude. <laughs>
0: Cody Rhodes is fucking
2: gorgeous. Like.
0: I, Oh, damn it. Ryback, you fucking treasure of a man. Um, When he asked if he had any plans of returning to WWE, Ryback responded in the negative. True story. I got two phone calls today from Boca Raton, Florida. Boca Raton, I was at home doing something on one of them and I was at the gym on the other. And I forgot what it was for. What was it for? I don't know what it's for. I think it was just some promotional thing. But in my head... In my head, I picture Vince in his fucking Boca Raton home because he used to train. He has a house there or something, and he's calling me. And I'm like, this should be an interesting voicemail. And it's not. And I pick it up on the second one or the third one or whatever. And they called a lot today. And it was just a promotional thing for a vacation thing. And I was like, Jesus Christ, no, it's not it. No, 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 not any time. Not even. I wish them nothing but the best, but it's not happening. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wait, does Ryback think that this vacation... <laughs> like, it was someone secretly trying to get him to come back to WWE? Like, this is Vince's plot to get <laughs> Ryback back? Like, offering him vac- like f- affordable vacation homes? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Uh, there oh. there are times where I look back and I'm like, oh, poor Ryback, he was so misused in the company. But then, like, everything after he left the WWE, I was like, you know what? Good on WWE for employing <laughs> a special needs person for that long. He's talking about people doing
0: the two sweet. Everybody in pro wrestling, just their gimmicks based around being a fucking mark and doing two sweets. I think it's ridiculous. I honestly think it's ridiculous. I really do. I don't get it. Everyone's pretending to be the fucking NWO and DX. I just think it's retarded, quite frankly. Oh. What? <laughs> I think that he's doing the thing where he's like, he's gonna just say like,
1: don't don't work weird yourself into a shoot, shit. Hulk Hogan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> much love, do Hulk that. Hogan. You know that'll be my big return Me. to WWE. I'll align with Hunter Jesus, the corporate big guy. Just throwing out two sweets. I'm a fucking mark, guys. i sold out. <laughs> I want to get his ass.
1: Wasn't that his oh, gimmick? Man, Wait, ooh. that was that wasn't his gimmick before? <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, so confused now. Wait, Ryback had a gimmick?
0: Yes, he was the big guy. He was the human wrecking ball. He was the fucking hunker down under. I don't know.
1: To be he fair, Ryback's was the only enjoyable part of Ryback's career.
0: Yeah. Um. Damn mm-hmm. it! I just now want to make a fucking Ryback shirt. I don't know what I would put on it though.
1: I need no. Don't please don't don't put that in our store.
0: Oh, what store? Are you talking Star about our store? store? <laughs> Are you talking about a store? The store yeah. over at merch.alotofpurebs.com, Dylan? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.alotofpurebs.com. You can go and get t-shirts for all your favorite fight boys, all your favorite JWF wrestlers. You can get the Steel City Kicks support, the BS, your JWF tag team champions. You can get the Mamoa Club, the shirt of the former JWF. World heavyweight champion, and of course, you can all follow us on hashtag dustwatch2017. Pick up the Dustwatch shirt and make sure good old at sexy Chucky T knows that he needs to follow the Fight Boys. Get on this Fight Boys train. And if you want to get these shirts, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is go to merch.aloadofpurebs dot slash collections slash fight hyphen boys. Boys has a z i could have just said click on the fight voice section that's a lot easier anyways back to the show i like that's the first time dylan's ever actually like led into one of our segues and i'm sure he was just immediately offended by it
1: <laughs>
0: welcome
1: i put it Dylan. i put it out there and i was like come on come on Scotty, come on just just take it come, come on
0: <laughs> it's like you know yeah this fucking dumb store we have oh fuck no Oh, what happened? <laughs> no, no, nothing. I was, I was being Dylan. Dylan realizing that he is pitched into my egotism, but I was like, "Did we As already get right the As of right now, desist? none
1: of the Fight Boy shirts have your face on them, so we're doing better than your other <laughs> podcast.
0: Gotta quietly open up Photoshop. Uh, <laughs> uh. Welcome to getting your face on a shirt, Dylan. What? I hope you're proud. Hope you're proud of yourself. I hope for you're that. ready for this. Um, uh, you see, you have to ignore it, Dylan. You have to ignore, ignore it. it. It doesn't go away, but you gotta ignore it. It so guys, doesn't.
1: It doesn't go away, but you have to ignore it.
0: Blake Tanner has experienced. This are you like? Per-
1: are you? Are, you, are you, wait, wait, wait. Are you the podcast version of Virgil? Like, <laughs>
0: get that meat sauce, buddy, baby. That's all I I only do this podcast for fuck money. <laughs> for fuck money. For hashtag yeah, money. Yeah, guess how many guess how many fuck monies I've made? Zero. Made so zero fuck monies. Um so guys, the raw ratings are literally the fucking worst they've been in a fucking years.
2: So years. I think
0: it's our job since apparently Vince McMahon does listen because he's stolen all of Blake Tanner's booking ideas. Uh, I think it's up to us to save this. It's up to us to save Raw.
1: I mean, it's really... Okay. Saving Raw is, is is really easy. You just have to bring your actual main championship for the brand back to television. Um, yeah, fair I don't know point. if you know this. It's really hard to fill a three-hour show when the world title for that show is mm. on a guy that's never there. Uh I haven't yep. seen the Universal Championship since 2 months ago.
0: Yeah at this point like se- uh, who who was in who was in the main event um
1: on Monday. Rollins and Reigns. Guess who won.
0: Fuck.
1: <laughs> I mean at this point he's basically the champion. No. And he Rome- nobody even knows what his finisher is. Is there even a name for his fucking uh No. Or it's Rain trigger rip off
0: oh are you it's, talking about where he ripped off the punch kick face yeah oh fuck me god damn it, i don't know
1: there is no name for it they have done a terrible job of introducing that finisher because nobody like when it hits at whatever extreme rules yeah extreme uh nobody's gonna give a fuck because they're all gonna He's be only- like oh is that it he just kind of like threw up a knee because he doesn't bicycle it like Omega does he just kind of like does a high knee and yeah. it looks terrible
0: I mean he's only done it like twice right
1: he hit it once against 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 fucking good brother uh Chad too bad once <laughs>
3: good old Chad too bad yeah.
1: and then like that's it like he tried to hit it against reigns and then he missed and then he got speared then he lost because everybody loses because it's Roman mm. reigns and Roman reigns needed to get back his uh his his post suspension loss to him at freaking Money in the Bank last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Gotta I'm make off. Roman look I'm, strong, I'm, boys. Gotta I'm make off. Roman look strong. I'm definitely I'm You're on definitely Rollins'
0: Wikipedia page. There is no name for it. It's just the wrist lock transition into a short arm high knee. That's about it.
1: it was see, High see It's not even a bicycle high knee. If you it's steal a knee, knee. Uh, steal a move that looks cool, at least do it as cool as the guy that you ripped it off <laughs> from.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like Kenny Omega is just—he just kind of provides. That's what he does. He just provides to all of us. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Thank you for affecting wrestling in this way. I'm still... Oh, by the way, fuck off. What? I also like one of uh, Vince, Seth, signed Vince McMahon. I like one of Seth Rollins's nicknames: the Architect, the Kingslayer, the Aerialist, and Freakin'. Yeah, just freaking <laughs> yeah.
1: Seth freaking Seth Rollins. Freaking. Seth freaking
0: Rollins. Mm-hmm.
1: That's his. That's the other thing. I forget who brought it up, but Seth Rollins has no gimmick. What is Seth Rollins's gimmick? Just that he says freaking and is like really athletic. That's it. Out of all the people in that money, or mm-hmm. out of that like Fatal Five Way, he's the only one that doesn't really have like any kind of well, thing. Because.
0: I don't know. I, I think the problem is like he his gimmick for so long was based around Triple H and being Triple H's little baby boy, that now that that whole thing is over, now he's just kind of floundering. But eventually, yeah, it's he'll... because oh, you yeah. mean oh, you they mean... could have transitioned him into like the fucking King Slayer. They could have gone full ham with that.
1: It could have been like uh, like gone cocky. He like, sets yeah, his, love his me.
0: opponents on fire.
1: You he mean it's, it. it's, it's it's almost like they botched everything about his return up to now, and that might be why I don't know. Say the raw ratings are the worst they've been in twenty years.
0: Yo, I, yeah, yo. I mean, you can't put the whole weight of the company on Rollins because Jesus Christ.
1: No, but you can use him as a know good. What you can use him as a good indication as as to why this is all going terribly, terribly downhill.
0: Yeah, just kind of. Uh, they're not really thinking. I don't think as opposed to like as, as opposed to like Smackdown, which has at least something, something there. Like I think Nia Jax tweeted yeah. out like after they announced the women's money in the bank match, she was like, oh, that seems nice that you're able to see, you know, all, all of the women talent, all the women talent on mm-hmm. one episode. And I was like, yeah. oh shit.
1: Also, like. Speaking of which, what was the what? last time that Nia Jax was even on Raw?
0: <laughs> I believe, it... if I remember correctly, last time was when her and Bliss, like, had like this backstage agreement of like, hey, don't fucking kill me, please, and then Jeez. maybe I'll give you a title shot one day. And so, oh, was, so I... it's
1: the old, uh, it's 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 the old uh, Michael Diesel relationship.
0: Yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. And then all of a sudden, but, she's just not there anymore. She's biding her time. One day she's gonna attack Bliss, and then send Bliss to the hospital. But when she's going out to the ambulance, she's gonna yell, "I'm not finished with <laughs> you yet." But she's gonna like flip the ambulance. You know, I think that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good angle. Actually, if Naya, if
1: Naya if Nia Jax did that, even if it was like. If they hit it well enough, and I thought for a second that Nia Jax had actually done any of the actual work to flip that over, I would I would become a fan. <laughs> it would have
0: been great. I mean, they could completely just rip off that entire segment. I mean, it, you know, Braun's out for a little bit, so... So we'll be yeah. fine, right? It.
1: That does raise the... Okay, with boys. With with Braun out, that does raise the interesting question of who do we sacrifice to Brock Lesnar at... uh. At the pay per view that you think we would have come up with, great balls of fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seth
0: Rollins. Oh. Clearly, so, you give Rollins to uh, him because yeah. he's like you said, he's the one who's like the least developed right now. Yeah. No, because if you make it like yeah. if you, he, he's clearly going to lose. So. Uh,
1: I mm. I know, but like that that's not a draw of a match. Like that's not a draw match for SummerSlam. Like the only draw match is either Lesnar, Joe, or Lesnar, Balor. But if you do Lesnar Balor and you like have freaking Lesnar be the goddamn demon slayer, that will turn off the rest of the fans. Whenever you try to bring in Roman Reigns, it's like oh, I am Roman Reigns and I am gonna beat Brock Lesnar, and I'll be like, great. I'm never. Like, I'm. I'm, I'm never I already don't watch. watch. I will. Like I will stop even yeah. like paying attention to what you're doing. I'll. I'll go into the dark period Just... I had from 2009 to 2014 where I didn't know what happened on Raw. <laughs> 13. Just
0: just let it end. Yeah. Just end it all. Which is sad okay, cuz I so, I, cause,
1: cause I which is sad cuz I know I'll miss like the next like Summer of Punk, which I missed the last time <laughs> I left because of Cena. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean I missed it because I didn't watch wrestling, but I did I, and I, think I was we're freaking forgetting. The fuck out that whole time.
1: <laughs> uh do you do you I own a bright yellow forgetting. Best in the World T-shirt, Scotty?
0: Yes, I do. I do. There's a stain. There's right like a does. green stain on it. I don't know what it's from, but I do own it. I own the bright it, yellow. I own every single one from that period, except for the gray one, like the one he had right after, like the iconic white Best in the World shirt.
1: But what about the Miz? <laughs> What about the Miz? They have done a great job in taking like who is the the like most uh, revitalized superstar of the last year and being like, eh, fuck you, right? Hey, it
0: pisses me off. Fuck you. Hey, you, hey th- Miz, thanks for thanks for putting Cena and Nikki over. You got a real good reputation. You got a real good reaction out of them. We're gonna move you to Raw. We're gonna give you the good stuff. And then we're not gonna we're not gonna do yeah, it. We're gonna move
1: you to RAW. We're gonna give you that same feud you had with Ambrose, but with like a lot less talking and no talking smack for you to develop your character. And uh, forget about it.
0: Yeah. See, yeah. that was me because I assume great... they
1: hired Russo back.
0: <laughs> you remember how great the idea of uh, Nakamura kicking your fucking face in would have been? Yep. Not doing that. Speaking of uh, Russo, though. Did you see that apparently they like Russo talked to Vince about it? Like he was just according like, to
1: Cornet Russo emails Vince once a week so you know. No. no
0: well, it's even better cuz apparently in Russo's description he goes and then also Vince replied and I'm like, "Well, he said he replied." That that hasn't happened in uh, like 13 years.
1: Yeah. And the reply was never.
0: Vincent, baby, I see your ratings are down. Perhaps you'd like me to help. No, I really yeah. don't. No. I Perhaps don't you'd
1: to. like me to help take, him, take them the rest of the way down. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, Lucy.
0: I got me some boys on this. i listener to this podcast called Fight Boys. They got some ideas.
1: If Vince McMahon listened to this, I hope he, I hope he, uh, he, he would pick up on our overwhelming hatred of Roman Reigns. Well, except for Scotty, who masturbates wearing the Roman Reigns vest. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh yeah,
0: that feels so good. Oh.
1: Blake, you're not gonna be able to get that image out of your head ever. I'm sorry. You're welcome,
0: Blake. Oh.
1: Thing is, you're gonna see him wearing it one mean... time, and you're gonna be like, I know where that's been. <laughs>
0: Uh, fuck! I knew where it's where it's been since WrestleMania on my fucking floor. <laughs> Your floor. <laughs> I know we. I know where you put. I know when you put it on, Scotty. Cause the podcast is on. <laughs> Cause yeah, the pocket.
2: And when you think of me.
0: Oh God, Blake! No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh man, I really miss my buddy. Let me put this vest on. Remind us of the good times we had when we were mad at Roman.
2: Yeah, that's the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's the good stuff. Mm. I'm
0: still in the middle of designing a new shirt for Dylan, and it's just got a guy punching another guy in the dick as viciously as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking upper dicker. God, I'm real proud of the. Like, I'm happy the upper dicker is a thing.
1: Um, What do you mean you're real proud? I'm the one that came up with it No,
0: I'm proud that it's a thing I'm proud that it (laughs) happened Fuck you
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's my one actual contribution to this podcast Other than like cynicism, sarcasm And like just generally trying to bring the vibe down
3: (laughs) Just being a terrible person
0: You're the best
1: heel Blake is like I'm surprised you guys let me on this podcast And I'm just like really? Because I'm here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh, I
1: think we all have our
0: own strengths and weaknesses on this podcast. Yeah, mine's booking things and yes. coming up with dumb stuff, and then Blake's strength is accepting.
1: Accepting S- mine being the lone voice of just, reason, telling you that maybe having Tim Curry as the cha- as a champion and and like having him cut promos is uh is maybe a poor idea.
0: I call
3: bullshit on that. Hey,
0: man. I just go with the flow, dude. Let's let it ride. <laughs> um, dude, 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 go, man. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Blake's now coming up with a what? his new gimmick for JWF. Dude. Whenever the BS finally bake up, he's apparently gonna get a surfer gimmick. But uh, before we get into the JWF, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to you guys about Patreon.com/slash. Fight Boys, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon.com slash Fight Boys is where you can go help this podcast keep going every single week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's a monthly reoccurring s- subscription, really. You're paying us for this great show that we do every single month. And, of course, we don't let you linger out there on your own. You do get rewards for it. You get exclusive posts from us on there. And if you donate $1 every single month, You will get your debut in the JWF. You will have a match on the JWF one day. You will get jobbed out immediately and never said again. But your name will be said. Your character will be remembered in the annals of history. And donate $5, ladies and gentlemen. And you will join the JWF midcard like my father, Scott Moore. And that means you get to join the JWF in a storyline. Like my dad right now is on his way to be a, in the cash-in-the-bag match at our next pay-per-view. Maybe you'll run for a title. Maybe you'll try to take down the Dylan, but if you donate $5 or more a month, you will get your own storyline. My
1: dad you'll get punched in the dick.
0: My, my, dad, <laughs> my dad exclusively was just like, I just want to beat the fuck out of Dylan. I'm like, I can make that happen for you, Dad. Just donate $5 on our Patreon.
1: And then, of course... Wait, 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 wait. Have you taken my apologies to your dad so the next time I see you guys he doesn't try to beat the shit out of me in real life? Nah,
0: dog, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Donate $30 what? or more. <laughs> Donate $30 or more, ladies Blake, and gentlemen. Blake, I need
1: you to be the go-around to Scotty's dad. <laughs> I don't need real-life heat for this podcast.
0: Anyways, $30, oh. and you'll become a reoccurring character like the Dylan, like the Blake, like the Scotty. Every single week we'll talk about you. Stop Who taking, knows what stop what taking we'll my here.
1: thing. You're not the Scotty. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm the Scott. You're right. I'm the Scott. No. If you no. smell what the Scott is cooking,
1: I have oh, all Lord, rights to the use of the word "the" in naming <laughs> on this podcast. Thank you very much.
0: Anyways, uh, th- donate hey, donate hey. thirty dollars. You'll probably be a champion. You can do that at Patreon.com/slash/FightBoys. I do like. I was wearing, uh, I this was for the BS, but it is wrestling related. Me and Blake had shirts that were like wrestling themed, So he had one that said Blake and I had one that said the Scotch-o-man. And I was wearing mine today as I was getting a haircut. And as I was leaving the haircutting place, she looks at the shirt and goes, have you got your name on your shirt? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, nothing. I'm the scotch man we. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen. That's that young bucks ego, right? You did, wait,
1: you did not ooh yeah at her. You did ooh not yeah, act.
0: Ooh yeah, it's time. Yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to take exception. Like Tanner has this run to the ring. He's angry. Dylan. The Dylan thinks that he can co opt the word the <sighs> from me, the bee. Oh shit. <laughs> I will, I, I, I will not stand for that.
1: I will come down there. I will punch you in the dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just getting ai do c I don't I'm just getting a call. I'm just getting a call right now from Yep. Yeah, is it? Alright, that was Captain Tibbs Online. Next week on JWF there's going to be a very short segment where the B faces the D for the opportunity to use the word the <laughs> So, fuck Ooh. it, right?
1: Uh, so, that's going to happen next week on JWF. Booking this on is, the fly. This is, this is I was going to say, this is booking from the uh, anonymous Raw GM era of the WWE. <laughs>
0: but, of course, uh. Uh, we, all remember, we all remember what happened uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Tim Curry was out. He was celebrating on his two legs. Just holding, <sighs> holding his belt above his head. Proudly proudly coming back from his injuries from his whole past and was celebrating his new win as the celebrity champion at which point Guy Fieri came out and he debuted the saviors of flavor two men who we don't know the identity of we still don't they sit under masks they brood at the side of the ring when Guy Fieri is out and Tim Curry Tim Curry fell to them and Tim Curry hasn't been seen for weeks, but, but ladies and gentlemen, I have word. I have word that Tim Curry, our celebrity champion, Tim Curry, is here tonight, and he has some very choice words. Very choice words for Guy Fieri and the saviors of flavor. Let's go to the ring. All right, Curry's
3: mad now. Guy Fieri, let me tell you something now. You think, you think that your two little boys, the saviors of Flavor, you think that they can take out the man known as Tim Curry? Well, let me tell you something. I defeated death, and death is a lot stronger than those two bitches at your side. And you know something? I know, I know the kind of man you are, Guy Fitty. And I know it. cash in the bag, cash in the bag, it's gonna be me versus you for the celebrity championship. And I refuse to have those two morons ruin, ruin what should be the celebration of Curry. Which is why next week I've gotten approval from Captain Tibbs I'm going to take those two saviors of flavor Take them into this ring In a handicap match And beat them into each other I'm going to crush their heads against each other I'm going to leave them bleeding in the ring And if I win my match Those two idiots are banned from ringside, which means, at cash in the bag, it will be you and me. And you will never escape me. And I will do whatever it takes in a vicious match to make sure that this title stays around my race. Because I am Jim Carrey! And I am stronger than death.
0: Whoa, strong words from Tim Curry. We've never heard this much emotion coming Mm -hmm. from him. My favorite part was when he started to turn Russian. (laughs) I know, it was really shocking. Uh, Tim Curry, of course, originally Russian. Not many people know this. And when he gets angry, his Russian side comes out.
1: Oh, I and, thought that was just from his Command and Conquer days.
0: And, and, yes. And so, um, and so it appears that we have another match set up next week. Tim Curry versus both of the Saviors of Flavor. If Tim Curry wins the match, then the Saviors of Flavor are going to be banned from ringside for his match against Guy Fieri at the next pay-per-view, which, of course, is cash in the bag. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is not the only championship match we have. Coming up at Cash in the Bag. We also have our great JWF champion. The man known as the Dylan. A man destined for greatness here in the JWF. And uh, it appears as though we have a triple threat match that's going to be awaiting the Dylan at Cash in the Bag where he takes on the man he defeated for that title, Momoa Curry. But of course, as we saw last week, ladies and gentlemen, a little wrench has been thrown into the situation in the form of brunch boy Baron Corbin and we have a backstage interviewer right now with the Dylan
1: I I believe he specifically asked you to stop calling him that
0: (laughs) Uh, but I also got a call from Vince McMahon who says I have to keep calling him that Mm -hmm. that being said we have a backstage interviewer right here with our JWF champion the Dylan to get his thoughts on this triple threat match to get his thoughts on how he feels about brunch boy Baron Corbin and to get his thoughts on his upcoming title defense. Let's go now. Hello. Is this thing on? Hello, Honeypots McGigglePie here. How are you all doing? I'm here with the Dylan. So tell me, Dylan, how do you feel about your chances um, at this thing that Scotty just described because I wasn't paying attention?
1: Well, first off, I'd like to uh, tell calling himself the Blake. Now You're yeah, very very original. Uh next week I'm going to punch you in the dick, so hard. I'm sorry. I believe I'm sorry, I'm... I
0: believe he is called the B, not the Blake. The Blake is a silly name, but the B
1: is very good.
2: Would... Anyway,
0: continue. I'm
1: just going to take this mic away from you now cuz I believe you're actually m- mentally handicapped. All right. So, <laughs> What, what, what was it, Captain Tibbs, uh, in his clearly dollar store pirate hat, is trying to tell me is that I have to defend this plastic championship belt against a guy who works for another company wearing a sunbonnet and drinking mimosas and a fat guy in a triple threat match. Okay, sure. All right, we'll we'll, we'll play your games, Tibs. We'll, we'll, I'll I'll play your games, but uh, I hope that you and your uh, your rusted out pickup truck can afford the ambulances after I literally crush the pelvises of these two chuckle fucks.
2: Wait just one minute.
1: Oh, goody, it's Man.
2: Hello, <laughs> Dylan. How are you enjoying that belt? I'm happy you've kept it warm for me. I had to
1: clean this thing like five times to get the fat stink off of it from you.
2: Well, let me tell you something right now, Dylan. You see, this triple threat match, I've been a champion for many years, and I'm aware... I'm aware of the champion's advantage, and I know you're the type of man who would get disqualified in an instant to stop. Wait, 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 wait! Stop, stop,
1: you, stop, stop you right there! You've been champion for a long time. You can't be dumb enough to not know that there's no disqualification in a triple threat match.
2: That's my point, boy. (laughs) My point is this: all of your champion's advantage has gone away. Everything will be gone. It's going to be you versus me because at the end of the day, Brunch Boy Baron Corbin knows he can't beat me. Brunch Boy knows he can't beat me.
1: I hope he beats the fuck out of you on your way to the ring in your ungodly 15-minute entrance walk, you slow piece of shit. (laughs)
2: Dylan, you're a lucky man. Not many men can kick out of the fisherman's spear, but you did. Which means, at Cash in the Bag, I'm gonna hit you with two of them. I'm gonna hit you with two of them. I'm gonna hit Brunch Boy with two of them. I'm going to make sure both of you are destroyed in the middle of the ring and then I'm going to pin both of your sorry asses at the same time to take back my JWF title.
1: Well, logistically, you you are fat enough to be able to pin both of us at the same time. However, um, I say I'm a lucky man. I'm obviously not, because I'm forced to have this conversation with you. So... I'm going to leave now. I'm going to give this mic back to Giggles Mick, whatever his name is, and he can ask you some meaningless questions about, Giggle like, by. I I don't know, what you use instead of toothpaste to clean that horrible maw of yours. And I'm going to go over here, anywhere else, just to get away from your stench. Goodbye. Hopefully forever. <laughs>
0: Strong words. Okay.
1: Mm -mm. Strong
0: words coming from the Dylan. Okay, we're going to cut away from him. We're going to cut away from him before he breaks down. Back to you. Um, Back to (laughs) you. Strong words coming from the Dylan. Very powerful attitude coming from him at this point. I think we're starting to see a change in attitude. Of course, we all know the Dylan to be that bright hot fiery baby face that we've all known but since he's gotten this title showing like a new edge.
1: Hot fiery baby face with his with his with his groin based attack.
0: Exactly. Hot a hot fresh baby face that we all know and love and now I think I think now that he's gotten that title he knows he has to show some edge otherwise otherwise that people are gonna be coming after him right there. And speaking of people coming after the Dylan, I can think of about six people who are gonna be coming after him. And those are the six men who are going to be in the cash-in-the-bag championship match at our next pay-per-view. That's right. The cash-in-the-bag match, of course, if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, six superstars enter the ring. And above the ring is hanging just the, where a 17-year-old burlap sack. And in it is a just a folded-up piece of paper. It's kind of got those lines on it that where you can tell that it's about to run out of ink. Uh, printed piece of paper, a contract for a JWF Championship match whenever, whenever the recipient chooses. So those six men will fight to the teeth. They will use ladders. They will use their bodies. They will use whatever it takes to make sure that they win that match. And we have three names announced for it so far. We have, of course, Scott Moore, a recent JXT call-up, and also the father of Scotty Moore, One of the JWF tag team champions and one of the other men in this match. And then, of course, we have the brand new debuting Canada Charlie, who won his match last week against Johnny Bananas to secure his spot in the uh, the cash-in-the-bag match. But, but ladies and gentlemen, we're about to find out who's going to join those three men in a cash-in-the-bag qualifying six-man tag team match. As all of the VWO, that's the Vape World Order consisting of Griffin Travis and Justin Clouds, they are the big brothers on campus, taking on Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore, the JWF Tag Team Champions, known as the BS. And they are joined by Scotty's father, Scott Moore. And looks like the the team now known as the BSS are in the ring, and they have a message for everybody. Let's go down to the ring. Looks like uh, Blake Tanner's grabbed a microphone. Okay, so listen up. <clears throat> I got two messages for you. First, to the Dylan, we're gonna have some words next week, all right? Many of them apparently
1: poorly, now, poorly enunciated.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, here, let me enunciate for you. I will kick the the out. Of you. All right, <clears throat> now on to our next challenge, the VWO. These cloud-throwing mackle boys, whatever you call them. Look, we've beaten them before. We've taken all of their onslaughts head-on. We've been sent to the hospital. We've come back. And you know what, they don't scare me anymore. The VWO can blow all their smoke and mirrors, and in the end, us boys, the BSS, are always gonna come out on top. That's right, the BSS, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. SS, join the ship, everyone choo-choo along with me. That's right, but here's the thing, Blake Tanner. I I know. We're focused on the VWO right now, but at the end of the day, I'm focused on the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. I'm focused on the the cash-in-the-bag match, and I'm focused on making sure that the best men are the ones I'm going to fight for that bag. I want to make sure that the greatest people in this company are the ones that can move on to become the JWF champion because at the end of the day that match that match is all about luck. You never know someone could hit hit their finisher, get tossed out of the ring and then someone could steal a win from them. It's all about win- luck. It's all about making sure you know where you are, which is why I want to make sure that the people in there are the best and that's why tonight the BSS are going to make sure those three BWO bastards will never make it into the the cash-in-the-bag match. I want to make sure that the men standing beside me in that cash-in-the-bag match, I want to make sure the men whose, I'm going to be honest, whose asses I'm going to kick are the best in this business. I want to kick Blake Tanner's ass. I want to kick my dad's ass. I want to kick Canada Charlie's ass. And I want to climb that ladder and get the cash in the bag match I,
1: I I heard that you wanted to kiss Blake Tanner's ass I, I, I clearly heard that
0: and so so VWO get out here so I can kick your fucking ass kick your teeth down your throat and rip your heads off your bodies so I can move on To next week, where I can see my great friend, the B, take the the out of the Dylan, and then I'm going to get the cash in the bag title, and then I'm going to take more than the the from the Dylan. I'm going to take that title from him. Because we are the best, and you can't spell the best without B.
1: You want this? Like, like if I give you this like shitty plastic tile, does that mean like we can try to get like a real one? It of, like metal. Doesn't look like a Toys R Us toy. Ladies. Dylan,
0: keep fucking kayfabe. It ain't in the budget. Keep fucking kayfabe. kayfabe. You're
1: not in the ring, you
0: fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it... we just cut away to Dylan. I'm
1: no, I'm in the, I'm in the back. Like, I'm, I'm, in like gorilla, like asking. them after the front. <laughs> um so the backstage segment unaired thank you very much
3: <laughs> and so the
0: vwo come down to the ring and the match the match between them were amazing uh the three men known as the bss they really seem to gel in their first outing of course the bs always are together but with this new edition of scott Moore, you're kind of wondering if the team if the team would even work but uh blake tanner what did you think of the match uh, truly, truly a masterclass. Like it's something that you don't see uh, every, every day in wrestling. When you get three men, um, two three man teams who can work so mm-hmm. well together, and I think it really, really just proved how amazing like a six man tag match can be when mm-hmm. you're not booking them every night. But yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but with me, I think it really started to go downhill for the BSS because after what. After what Scotty said at the beginning of the match, when you say things like you want to destroy your tag team partners, when you want to say you want to kick their ass in a match, it doesn't exactly lead to good feelings between that team. So I start, you did start to see that disintegration amongst the team, some jealousy yeah. as, uh, as actually Blake Tanner and Scott Moore, uh, Scotty's dad pulled off the load of BS, which I thought was an amazing moment. But at the same time, Scotty did look on staring at his tag team partner as if to say, do you not see me? Tags himself in and unfortunately, Scotty walks right into the under vapor. The vicious double tag team move from Justin and Griffin. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately... A double,
1: a double tag team move.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
2: Not and even a normal tag team. <laughs>
0: a double under vapor, which we have not seen in many years because we have not seen the all altogether in one match in a while, but Unfortunately that did lead to Scotty getting pinned 1 2 3 which means unfortunately ladies and gentlemen it looks like we have two more additions to the JWF cash in the bag match that is Justin and Griffin Clouds of the BWO they're going to be joining Scotty Moore Scott Moore and Canada Charlie and it seems like oh looks like next week we're going to have a fatal four way match to determine who that last man in that match will be. But that's going to happen next week. So, but uh, what we're talking about right now is this week. Because after that match, it was shocking to see kind of what Scotty Moore was going through. He kind of was, his tag team partners trying to come over, pick him up, but he pushed him off. Seemed really upset with himself after the match. What do you guys think?
1: Uh, I think? You know what, I, I think he's a loser and that he should reevaluate his life.
2: Ouch.
0: <laughs> um, you know what? I think Scotty was trying to go for a classic like power play. He was talking big in the promo and I think that he let that like long view of like seeing the championship, seeing the cash in the bag. I think he let that cloud his yeah. decision making. You, you need to focus tonight. on the and, match. That was the problem that Scotty had mm-hmm. was that he was looking five steps ahead. He wasn't focusing on where he was. He let that ego get the best yep. out of him. And I think it was a really bad and thing, but I think the BS boys are going to heal from it. I don't think it's going to be anything really too bad, but we'll see what happens next week oh, yeah. on JWF Wrestling. This is a good episode.
2: Oh,
0: yep. Yep. I, yep. Wrote, I, agree. I wrote you guys in. Like, because after last week, I was like, fuck, I need to like, give them more promo time. Let's do some promo time i hope i hope,
1: I hope you I hope you're oh, deeply regretting that after letting me talk.
0: no no nope. d- you were a good promo like it's it's a it's un- it's unorthodox, but I like it um <laughs> but yeah it, it was a good it was a good show overall so uh Blake Tanner, what'd you learn? Um... we do this every once in a while when I can't end the show proper yeah. I learned that uh Raya bags back. <laughs> Talking and back. I'm dumber than fuck. All right, Dylan, what did you learn? Uh
1: a, a, apparently there's actually a belt for this federation. <laughs>
0: and I learned that Dylan gets the like fiery hot promos out of me. <laughs> uh Dylan can be found at SexyChuckyT on Twitter. Yep.
1: Uh, Blake, just, keep, just send all your hate mail to at sexy chucky e. t are uh, they... be sure to oh. be, be sure to address it as the Dylan. I really feel like it's the best way.
0: Blake, where can they find you? You can find me at Blake A Tanner on Twitter. Soon to be the B on Twitter, apparently.
1: <laughs> Not if I have Jesus anything to say Christ. about it.
0: You can find me at Scotty Bo on Twitter. That's S C O T T Y E. M-O, you can buy my books on Amazon. That's Corp. Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. You can find me and Blake on the other BS Network show, A Load of BS. Make sure to subscribe to that. And also, if you're enjoying the show, if you're loving it, you kind of realize that we've never asked people to rate and, like, review the show on iTunes. If you could rate and review the show, that would be amazing. Just let us know what we're doing good. If you don't like what we're doing, kind of let us know that. Don't give us super (laughs) negative reviews, because, fuck, that's going to really fuck up our iTunes shit, but, like, you know, give us some reviews, let us know what we want, and, uh, and as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at fightboys.alodeofpurebs.com, you can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash fightboys. You can buy our merch. You can find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. See you next week.